Um, there's a behavioral framework that I study. There's a field of psychology that I study specifically, which is behavioral psychology, which speaks to how an environment impacts an individual. There's internal self-awareness and there's external self-awareness. So internal self-awareness is your value system, your thoughts, your feelings. Those are things that are clear to you, but not really clear to other people. They're not observable. Yeah. And then you have external self-awareness, which is your behavioral patterns. Those are things that are obvious to other people, but not really clear to you. There's the golden rule, mm -hmm. right? Like treat people the way you would like to be treated. Yeah. We follow the mantra of the platinum rule, which is treat people the way they want to be treated. I can't treat you the way I want to be treated because we different people. Exactly. You may not like that. Yeah. But the platinum, you know what I'm saying? The platinum rule is let me treat you the way you want to be treated. And it may take a little bit of time. It takes a while. But once... I treat you the way you want to, anything that I need is gonna just come to me, right? Like we're just gonna have a better relationship. Here's the thing, there is a game, this one game that's designed for only you to win at. And if you just figure out how to play your game and put yourself in that environment, you're gonna win without fail. Welcome to another edition of the Social Brew Podcast. We interview dope people that do dope stuff. One of my closest friends is here today, and he's not on this podcast because he's one of my closest friends. He's on this podcast because he uh, mentored me in a very specific area. We talk about all kind of stuff. I'm way better at Monopoly. And it's my guy, Dewan Matunga. What's up, man? What's good, brother? How you feeling? Feeling amazing. Ah, good stuff. Incredible, even. Um... Tell me something about people. People are a product of their environment. Mm. Long, the long and short of it, Pause. That's, that's what it is. Yo, stop being New York, bro. I got, <laughs> hey, listen, I'm a kid from the Bronx, man. I mean, I, I apologize, you know what I mean? Let's just. So for what you do, uh, human behavior at its highest level, um, you teach people how to like really understand human behavior on a really, really deep level. And again, like you, you taught me a whole, whole lot about myself, why I do the things that I do. Um, how do you introduce that to other people? Well, I, it always starts with self, right? right? So um, there's a behavioral framework that I study. There's a field of psychology that I study specifically, which is behavioral psychology, which speaks to how an environment impacts an individual, mm -hmm. right? And then there's a framework, um, well, there's, a mo there's three frameworks that I use to sort of help people understand because people learn in different ways. So some people you can have a conversation with them and they'll get it. Other people are like visual, they need to see it. But when they look at the information and then we start to have a conversation about their lived experience and where they come from, then we have a lot of those aha moments. Mm, got it. So um, your your area of specialty and uh, expertise is uh, human behavior. And I want to go through this. I want to go through like this assessment step by step because I learned it. Um, you actually taught it to me for years. Um, shouts out to Kendall Ficklin. He goes into corporate and mm -hmm. teaches people how to manage uh, their their office spaces using this framework. Um, and there's a lot of frameworks, right? You got your, you got your, what is it, Myers Briggs? You Enneagram, got, yeah, all of them joints, right? Yeah. One of my favorites is DISC, mm -hmm. but not only DISC uh, because you have like a three part where, uh, well, explain all three parts. Right. So when we when we look at behavior, we there's or let's take a step back like self awareness. Yeah. So for me, self awareness is twofold. 
right? There's internal self-awareness and there's external self-awareness. So internal self-awareness is your value system, your thoughts, your feelings, um, your, your core values. Those are things that are clear to you, but not really clear to other people. They're not observable. Yeah. And then you have external self-awareness, which is your behavioral patterns, um, observable behavior, just things that you do, your idiosyncrasies. Yeah. Those are things that are obvious to other people, but not really clear to you. Yeah. And when you speak about being self-aware, you want to make sure there's a marriage between the two of those uh, and they are cohesive, right? So there's DISC, which answers how questions. So how a person prefers to show up in an environment. And all of the different uh, indices, that, that there's three different indexes, indices, um, they answer different questions. Mm -hmm. So DISC answers how questions. Well, how would this person behave in this environment? How do they like to show up? And then there's some- Give me an example. How do, how do I like to show up? Because you know me. Right. How do I like to show up? So based on the DISC framework, you would be a high I, but also a high C. So you also have a unicorn profile, right? Where most people- are purely, they have purely one dominant quadrant. Mm -hmm. You're dominant in two areas, right? And two gotcha. areas that are polar opposites from each other. Yeah. So you're a person who really loves people. Uh, you're a people person. You're the star that walks in the room. Uh, you can feel people, right? You tell when the vibe is off. Mm -hmm. You like energy. You like experience. And at the same time, you're very cautious and conscientious and thoughtful and you're a person who likes uh to ask questions and be correct right uh, analytical right exact and precise and you usually don't have those in the same person but you are like both of those in one person right so for me it's really amazing to see and i'm not surprised at how successful you are um as a podcaster because you're the perfect person to ask people questions and why you're, is that? You're naturally curious about people. Which is, is showing up where? Is the eye. Uh -huh. Right? You're naturally curious about people. And then you're a master at asking questions to unpack information and data. So it just makes sense. Which shows up in what? The C. Right? So there's four quadrants. Yeah, let's, 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 let's walk. Let's, let's, let's take this, let's take this right, slow, okay? Up, right? And um, maybe... Uh, we can set, uh, we can give people a link to take the assessment. Uh, I don't know. If, um, I'm feeling, I'm going to try. Okay. If there's a link below, then great. You can take the assessment. If not, then we got to yeah, figure out a little bit. Let's, 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 let's <laughs> right? All right. So let's, let's walk so, through all four so, quadrants. So DISC, right? Mm -hmm. So it's D-I-S-C, right? Mm -hmm. So it, it was created by Dr. William Marston in uh, the 1920s, right? He's uh, the person who created uh, the first iteration of the lie detector, um, created a Wonder Woman. Um, he was a Harvard PhD that created this framework to really show the observable behavior in humans in these four quadrants. Mm -hmm. So there's D, which speaks to being decisive. So people who are high D personalities, they're very driving, very demanding, very assertive personalities. I speaks to being interactive. So it speaks to how people like to engage people, how they like to express emotion, right? They're interactive people. Mm -hmm. The S speaks to being uh, stable. So what type of pace you like. So these are people who are really stable, really cool, calm, collected, 
really predictable in their behavior. And then you have the C, which speaks to people who are cautious or conscientious. Mm -hmm. So these are people who are very analytical. They can be perfectionist. They're really systematic in the way they approach things. They're very much uh, measure twice, cut once yeah. type of individuals. Yeah. And everybody has... Um, a unique mix So nobody's just one thing yeah. But there's a unique mix But everybody has a dominant preference For sure That's why Like some people They'll say And again Like I've um, Again you introduced me to Like really understanding I, You hear about it And you're learning it mm -hmm. And uh, I studied it For a couple of years And like I just I would call DeWine Like yo this is when I was doing one-on-ones. Like, yo, I got this client, man. They had 99D and they had 13I. He's like, yo, just give me the number. So eventually I'm calling like, yo, I got this person, man. 69, 40, 42, 88, 76. And he's like, yo, this is who they are. I'm like, huh? how'd you know that? How'd you know that? Like, it was, it was just, it was crazy based on the unique blend. And then I'll get on the phone and I'll tell them about themselves based on the numbers and they're like, yo, you know me, mm -hmm. right? Like, so it, it's super accurate if you know how to do it. But my, my point is people will say, yo, I'm a D or I'm a C or I'm a S when you're not really that you're your whole profile. Yeah. Am I right? Like, yeah. we're, like, talk, like how do people get that thing wrong where they figure because that's my highest one, it's not as important as my lowest one. So the thing, well, just in human nature, people need language to identify with something. And because mm -hmm. they're different personality types, people are going to want to identify with a particular profile. And mm -hmm. it's really easy to help people understand. But everybody has all four quadrants in their behavior, just some to different degrees, yeah. right? And there is no good, there is no bad, there is no right or wrong. You know, high doesn't mean good, low doesn't mean bad. It isn't anything like that. But when we look at it, it's a snapshot of how you prefer. It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. 
All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. and it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. Fur to behave. And one of the things that I found was that although we have a preference for how we want to behave, most people are not behaving the way they prefer to. And so that's why they mm, say, say it again, say it again, say it again. Most people aren't behaving the way they prefer to. Right. So um, most people, so we, we look at natural and adaptive behavior, right? So when we think about a person's natural behavior, this is who you are when you're most comfortable in your preferred environment and how you choose and prefer to show up. Mm -hmm. And then we have adaptive behavior, which is how you behave when you're under stress, when you're being observed, and when you feel uncomfortable. Now, you know, if I'm speaking or I'm doing anything, I usually ask people, how many of you are experiencing stress right now? Most of the time, people are raising their hand. And I let people know that if you are experiencing stress, I can assure you it's because you're behaving in your adaptive and not your natural. And, psycho and subconsciously, we're mm. always trying to return back to our natural behavior because that's where we feel safe. Yeah. And that shows up in the assessment. And that shows up in the assessments. All right, let's walk, let's walk through each one of them. So the D, your decisive matrix. Walk right. through that. So people who are high D personalities, so if you're looking at an assessment, this would be some, either well, what I'll classify as high, somebody like 65, 70 and above. This is a person who is really assertive. They're really demanding they're driving, they're forceful, right? They like to take control and take charge. Mm -hmm. They are wired to solve problems. Whenever something is going on in the environment, they immediately assert themselves to solve a problem. Mm -hmm. Now, if a person has a low D, right? They're low in that quadrant, then that means that they are more methodical, right? They take more time, they're thoughtful in how they solve a problem. Yeah. Right. So you'll be able to tell by the speed in which a person goes to approach a problem. Right. Yeah. Now, if we look at people who are uh, high eyes in that quadrant, 
people who are. But real, real quick, before, before we move on to the I, I am um, a low D, right? Mm-hmm. Meaning, it takes me a little longer to make a decision because I'm not I'm not decisive. Like even when we go out to eat, it I'm getting better at it because I'm more conscious. But trying to figure out what's on the menu, golly, how long it take you to figure out what's on the menu? Like we, you just you just. You got <laughs> you're you're probably not a high D because it takes you a little while because I don't I, I don't want to make the wrong decision. I'm thinking through if I get this and I don't like it, but my heart is leaning towards this. And some people um, think that is an isolated situation Mm-mm. when it's not. That's who you are. And it probably shows up in a bunch of different areas, right? Yep. It shows up everywhere. Nothing is compartmentalized. If you uh, if you do it in one area, you do it in all the other areas. You're just probably not conscious of it. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's not a bad thing, though, because sometimes I take my time in making business decisions, and it's the right one. Here's the thing. There is a game. This one game that's designed for only you to win at. And, the, and if you just figure out how to play your game and put yourself in that environment, you're going to win without fail. But mm. it's getting people to accept who they are and like operate in the fullness of that and be consistent at doing it. When I look at an assessment, that's the objective data. I can look at that and in two seconds, I know I can tell you how you show up where your blind spots are where you're really strong but I don't know why and that's where the conversation comes about about your your life story your lived experience what so where does this come from oh well when I was right so for me I'm a high d I'm a 99 d right even in my adaptive behavior I'm a 95 d people are like well yeah well I grew up I'm an 80s baby I grew up in the Bronx the crack era in the projects, right? And so I'm in an environment that's very hostile. And when you're in an environment like that, it's you're either at the table or you're on the menu. So <laughs> you pick a side, right? So all of those things, and there's other things that contributed to it, but there's a reason why, and we can get into that later, but there's a biggest fear that drives everybody to behave the way that they do. And once you understand that everybody is operating from this biggest fear because all people want to be safe, you go, ah, it unlocks something. And you start to treat people with a level of compassion because you realize they're not doing something to you. You understand that they just want to be safe. And that's why they do the things that they do. Mm, They just want to be safe. But their mind is telling them that if I operate in this manner, then I'm safe subconsciously. We're not thinking mm-hmm. down this line, but me being a low, a low D, it, it says, if I don't rush into a situation, then I'm safe. I'm, I'm, I'm safe to make the right decision. But from you, your perspective, 99D, you're saying, if I just make a decision and go with it, I'm safe. I won't be eaten. Exactly. So there was a situation... It was a situation last night, right? And I immediately jumped into action and then I caught myself and I said, okay, that's not the best approach. Let me go, (laughs) right? But that's me being aware. That's your natural. Nine times out of 10, I'm going to act immediately if I feel like there's a problem. That's how I choose. That's who I am. That's how I'm wired. You're a person who, okay, everybody just take take a moment. Let Let me figure that out. And so there is no right or wrong way. We have to figure out whose way works for the situation in mm. this, this instance. 
Good, good. Okay, move, moving on to the eye. My favorite, because I'm a 99 eye. 99 eye. Okay, let's describe this eye. <laughs> right, so the, the, the high eye is a person who is, they're social butterflies, right? They're, they are uh, really influential. They're really persuasive. They're, they're social beings, right? They like to connect with people. They like to show love, right? Yeah. They're, they're usually... The, the star in an environment. Yeah. People are just natural. They naturally gravitate to them. They're wired for experience. So they want to create a positive experience. A person who is lower on the eye spectrum, right? They're not as expressive. They're more guarded. They're more standoffish, right? And they don't necessarily have a social tank. So a person who is a high eye, nine times out of 10 are going to be extroverted. Nine times out of 10. Person with a low eye is most likely going to be introverted, right? Because it speaks to how you engage people socially and then how you express emotion. Mm -hmm. A person with, it, it doesn't mean a person with a low eye doesn't have emotion. It's just they, they, they guard themselves and they're really, really careful about how they express it and who they express it with. Yeah. A person with a high eye is going to be more expressive, more visibly expressive in uh, how they interact with people, how they express emotion. Gotcha. Uh, talk to me about like the the um, maybe the triggers of an eye, and I know it's it's going to be based on experience, but maybe not the triggers. But uh, what are some of the issues that a high eye and a low eye would face? Right. So a person who is person who's a high eye is wired for people. They're wired for people, and they're wired for experience. Mm -hmm. What they're not wired for is details. Right, they're not wired for things that are difficult, right? Because they want every high eyes are wired to make everybody feel appreciated and everybody feel good. So when things, when there's like a mood killer, there's like some whack juice in the environment and mm. the energy's bad, they're like, ah, I'm gonna go over here. Or they're really creative and they're really thoughtful, but when things have to be fit in a particular box or a specific way, it kind of, um, dampens their creativity. So things where there's attention to detail, a high eye may struggle with. Like don't ask them to remember or write this down. Mm -hmm. They're more go with the flow. They're in the moment. Yeah, they're in the moment. Somebody who is a, a low eye, right? They're gonna, they're going to excel um, really in, a, in an environment where they have to be thoughtful and calculated in how they express themselves. The like think before you speak or think yeah. before you share, right? But where they will struggle is in social environments because they're very guarded and they don't really trust people. They don't really give people the benefit of the doubt. So it takes time to gain their trust and get them to open up. But once you get them to open up, right, then you got them. Mm. So those, are, those again, it's specific to how they engage people and express themselves. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so moving to the S. Right. The so S. S speaks to pace, right? Mm. And these are individuals who like stability. They're wired for... At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Mother's Day is almost here. 
and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around, a watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Stability. So an S likes for things to be cool and calm, right? They're usually super chill, like super chill. Um, They're really difficult to read at face value. Every, every profile has a corresponding emotion with it. And the emotion attached to a high eye is void of emotion. So they, I mean, yes, sorry, a S. Yeah. They guard themselves because they like everything to be stable. So they don't want to shake anything up. They don't want to necessarily change anything because they've already adjusted to the current environment. And high S, it means they move... At a slower pace. Very slow pace. So if you're looking at an assessment, there's almost an inverse relationship, right? So the higher your S is, the more slow you get, right? The more, right? So with the other ones, you would think you're more aggressive in this area. But with an S, the higher it is, the slower you are to do something. Mm -hmm. And the lower you are, the more restless and sort of anxious and active you are, right? But S's care about everyone being supported, stability in the environment they are wired to create security and they're wired to to support the people and the things in the environment they are the rod of dies right when you hear about somebody's a rod of die, that's nine times out of ten gonna be a, somebody who has a high s in their profile mm. you know it's crazy you're high s so like you i have a unicorn profile in that i'm a high d and i have a high s right yeah so it's like even we're playing monopoly right <laughs> and I'll ask, I'll, I'll, I'll ask Dewan a question like, yo, trade me that or sell me that. And I can see when the S kicks in because you won't respond right away. I'll say, hey, do this. And you look like, You know, in my in my eye, I'm like, okay, what's the answer? Like, what's the and like he's he's going to like once his brain starts moving, it's like a real systematic way of moving, right? There's it's a just, process. To there's everything. a process. S is a process oriented, so they go through a checklist. Like, so you know when like you sign up for like an account and they go through this verification process. Okay, put your name, mm-hmm. put your profile, put your card information. But yeah. that's how a S's mind thinks. It's in this sequential order almost because right. they follow processes, right? So your D says, I'm not, I'll answer this question, but I have to answer the question in my my order, in my pace. I'm going to answer the problem. I'm going to solve the problem. I'm going to do it in my time at my pace. You're not going to rush me. Right. And that's what I, that's what I used to think that your, your aggressiveness or your, um, your decisiveness has something to do with speed and it doesn't. No. It's not like... You would think like the, yo, people say, yo, I'm a high D. I just be, but that's not necessarily true, especially if the S is dictating something else or the C for that matter. Yeah, the D is going to dictate my willingness and openness to go solve that problem. I'm never running from solving a problem. I, I actually am one of those weird people that like will gravitate to the problem. 
Mm-hmm. If there's a problem, I want to I want to solve it, right? So based on you know my lived experience, right? If there's a and I, for me in in assessing and analyzing my profile, right? The high D and the high S, I always you know that uh, like Fifty had that video. He's like everybody. It's like 51 a problem. It's like, I don't want a problem, but if you say there's a problem, then I say no problem. Right? Like, <laughs> I want there to always be peace. But right. I'm willing to go to war to make sure that it's peaceful. I hate tough conversations. I don't mind them. Let's get, let's get straight to it. That's I how I am. It, bro. I, run from, I run from difficult conversations. For me, if we don't address it, it makes me uncomfortable. And I don't want to be uncomfortable. So I'd rather get right to the problem and get it out the way because I know it's eliminated. But if it sits and it festers and it's just sort of this elephant in the room, I physically feel uncomfortable. Like my body, I feel anxious and I start feeling fearful and then it makes me more aggressive. Mm. And then when I'm more aggressive, then it becomes more destructive. So I've learned, let me just deal with this head on and pause and then just go about it. <laughs> yeah, you know what's, what's crazy? Once I started to learn this and understand it, yeah. It helped me tremendously in my entrepreneurial journey because like I know, you, you know, like it's, we, we go through life and we deal with our emotions. Like we have certain emotions. When I saw it in the assessment, it allowed me to reflect on why and what's happening, allow me to pinpoint, it. oh, this is why I am the way I am. And I'm not necessarily looking to change the way I am. But I'm going to wrap, um, I'm, I'm going to wrap people and processes around the way that I am. So if I know that because my high eye, I know I'm like high energy, I need to have somebody in my organization that isn't really into how people feel about, or they're not necessarily focused on the experience that people have, they're focused on the business, because I'll always be focused on the experience. So here's the thing. Everybody has a superpower and everybody has a blind spot, right? Everybody has a challenge. Blind spots are natural. Weaknesses are manufactured. Explain that. Right? You just said, right, like, oh, I'm strong at this, I'm weak at this. But the way people are, we stick to people that we know, that we like, so people that are like us. So if you're going to associate with people, nine times out of ten, you're going to associate with people just like you. If you have a business, you're going to hire people that are just like you. But you're hiring because there's a gap in the company. Yeah. But if you hire everybody that's just like you based on what you like and what you feel, you duplicate the problem. So now it becomes more of a problem because you have more people doing this thing. And you don't actually, you don't solve anything. So my whole mentality is let's use our differences to make a difference because you're strong at something that I'm not like our profile specifically fit like a glove because I'm a high D with a low I with a high S and a low C and you're a low D with a high I with a low S and a high C anytime we do anything together it's just gonna flow because we cover each other I'm gonna see where you have a moment of hesitation I'm gonna jump yeah I'm gonna jump to okay and you're going to be like, okay, you need to relax. Let's calm down, <laughs> right? You're going to crack a joke to this levity or something, right? But it just flows. Mm-hmm. When you have a team of people who understand the value that they bring to the environment and where they struggle and how that relates to the other person, now the other person knows where they can add value and you don't have to ask me. Once I know it, I jump right into action. 
Mm-hmm. And when you have a collective, when you have a team, right? Whether it's a relationship, whether it's in a work environment, everything just flows different. People think one plus one equals two or two plus two equals four. No, when you have a bunch of people, there's economies of scale. Once you have a bunch of people who have bought into the same, you know, sort of secret sauce or the same mentality and everybody's working together, you go much further than you would have gone by yourself. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. This is good. This is so good. Uh, you got your assessment? Uh, no. You got it, right? It's in my email. You got it? You got your assessment? Yes. All right, cool. We, we're going to get into it. A little, we're going to get into it, all right? Because I'm going, I'm going to have you give him your numbers, okay? Oh, and then you're going to have a conversation. It's, it, it really is an amazing experience. Okay, all right, so let's go into uh, C, which is my... My other favorite, my favorites are my INC. That's who I, yeah, yeah, yeah. My so there's like a primary and a secondary, right? So your secondary is a C. So the C speaks to being cautious and conscientious. Mm-hmm. And again, we spoke about the emotion associated with each profile. This comes from fear. The emotion is fear. Mm-hmm. So C's have a fear of making a mistake. Mm-hmm. A C's greatest fear is criticism. That's why they're a C. Yeah. They hate making mistakes. That's why they take their time. They ask a lot of questions. They're very exact and precise. They're always taking notes. They wanna, uh, I like to think of them as like the anchor of reality, right, in an environment. Most people would be like, yeah, they like a mood kill. Mm -hmm. But when you're all in the clouds and you're super hyper, we gonna do this or that, the C's gonna be like, well, we need to go do this and make sure that all of this is done first before we can do that because if we don't, this is gonna happen, right? They have everything mapped out. Yeah. They measure twice and cut once. They wanna make sure everything is done right the first time. Mm-hmm. So they don't wanna return back or do things. They're gonna make sure everything is done with precision and it's pristine and everything is perfect the very first time it's executed. So think about a sniper. They're not like you know a shotgun or a mercenary that just runs in shooting like Rambo. Mm-hmm. The sniper is gonna wait. They're checking the weather, the Earth's rotation. They're looking at everything when it comes to ballistics, mm-hmm. and then they take one shot and it's over. Mm-hmm. And that yo, that's super valuable. What's up, podcaster or soon to be podcaster? Get ready to level up your podcast game because the number one podcast education summit of the year is back and it's bigger and better than ever. I'm talking about the second annual podcast summit happening on July 4th and 5th in the content creation capital of the world. You already know, ATL, baby, Atlanta, Georgia, going down July 4th and 5th, two full days. Imagine this. Imagine you getting all the game you need to take your voice, your brand, your your business to the next level. Imagine getting all the insider tips. Imagine getting all the know-how that you've been craving for the last two, three, four years where you're talking about you're going to start a podcast, but you haven't yet because you don't have the tools, you don't have the tips, you don't have the tricks. I don't care if you're just starting or you're a seasoned pro. This summit has something for everyone. Picture you mastering the basics of setting up your podcast or unlocking the secrets to grow your brand on social media. We're not just talking about podcasting here. I'm talking about you want to build a long form catalog, whether it's skits, movies. We got people talking about script writing. This is an incredible experience. Imagine, imagine discovering the art of securing these lucrative sponsorship deals. And that's not all. Learn the ropes of creating a pitch deck that has sponsors knocking down your door. But wait, 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 wait. There's more. This isn't just a summit. This is an experience. I'm telling you. Rub shoulders with industry leaders. 
And you got to network with other people that are doing what you're doing. All the guests that have ever been on Social Proof Podcast, I'm giving them a free ticket. And in exchange, they promise me that they're going to sit down and do short interviews with you. We got podcast booths for our VIP members where you can sit down, pull somebody to a side, and you're going to create content in real time. I know what you're thinking. How do I get a part of this podcasting paradise? Well, it's simple. All you have to do is head over to podcastsummit.com, grab your tickets now, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I have something really, really special for you. I got a little treat for my early birds, people who take action. The next 20 listeners and only 20 listeners who get your tickets right now, okay? I'm not only going to give you 20% off of whatever ticket level you get, you get 20% off, but if you use the promo code Big Deal. It'll take 20% off immediately, but I'm also going to allow the first 20 people to listen to this right now to be able to bring a friend, bring a teammate, bring a partner for absolutely free. You get general admission, they get general admission. You get VIP, they get VIP. Whatever ticket level you purchase, you get to bring a friend, partner, colleague, boo thing for absolutely free. Nothing extra required. My team's going to reach out to you, get your partner's name, or if you don't have the person you no, right now, yet you got time, no pressure, you get us back. But use that code big deal that triggers to let us know you get to bring someone for free. So don't wait. So secure your spot at the number one podcast education summit in the country. Join us July 4th and 5th in Atlanta. Let's turn your podcast dreams into a reality, y'all. Head over to podcastsummit.com. Use promo code big deal at checkout and get your tickets now don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights take your brand to new heights take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer okay i'll see you at the summit and don't forget to use promo code big deal but some people get mad at the sea though especially in a in a environment you may be inclined to get mad at the sea if you weren't like a high s and understand it but because who wants to wait for you to be that detailed to tell you all? So, um, so it is probably explain it a little bit. Yanni. So <laughs> Yanni does uh, the editing of like all the videos and the clips and, uh, and Reese too. I know Reese hates everything about this, but there be these little details. Mm -hmm. It's these little things that are off the way the video ends or some like the caption It's all these little things. And it appeared to be nitpicky, but I can't help see it. Yeah. I'm a 77 C. It makes you feel unsafe. When you, again, when you realize that everybody is behaving to keep themselves safe, it, you literally are feeling uncomfortable physically mentally emotionally if you don't ask the question yeah like you have to you have to know yeah so close that over they want they want to be uh, a high the middle C, door. a high c needs to know the information so that they can execute but to somebody who's not a high c they're going to feel like i'm being interrogated or you don't think i know you know i'm not a, i don't know what i'm talking about or yeah. Why are you asking me all of these questions? Like, I don't see the sense in it. Yeah. And most people don't want to execute at the level of quality, right? At the, at the level a high C wants to. A high C wants to get straight A's. They want to be, they want everything to be the absolute best because they fear any sort of criticism or mistake. Mm -hmm. So no, we need, we need to tweak that because somebody might look at it like, 
uh, I don't, I don't. That's a high C. Yeah. Or high C's may take too long because they're asking so many questions. So with a high C, you have to give them a deadline. This needs to be done, right? So uh, I think it's called Parkinson's law. Parkinson's law says that a human will get a job done in whatever time allotted to them. So if I gave you three weeks to get the podcast set up, you'll take all three weeks. Mm-hmm. If I told you you had to get the podcast done in 48 hours, you'll find a way to execute in 48 hours. Parkinson's law. But a C, that applies to a C. They need a deadline to execute yeah. or they will take infinite amount of time because they're searching for perfection and that doesn't exist. Excellence does though. Mm, low C. Low C, person like me, they like to just flow, right? They are, not to say that they, they don't adhere to rules, but they'll break a rule, right? They mm. will find a way like for a low C, if the rule doesn't make sense, I'm not following it. Mm-hmm. They're more challenging. They uh, resist and challenge the status quo. They're more pioneering. They want to go off the beaten path and go do something in a new creative way that is sort of against the standard and the norms. Yeah. Right. So for a high, for a high, I mean, for a low C to be in a really structured, rigid environment is super uncomfortable for them. Mm-hmm. They feel boxed in where if it's structured, that's where a high C feels comfortable. Yeah. So that just lets you know the I difference. Need that I need the box. I need someone to tell me exactly what's happening because I, 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 I can't, I want to know how things are supposed to be done so that I can do them the way that they're supposed to be done. And again, there's no good, bad, right or yeah. wrong, but it's all situational. I don't like structure, but I know that I need it. Mm-hmm. So I know I need somebody to give me some guardrails or I'm hulking a china shop. I'm going to break something, something's <laughs> going to go left, right? And for somebody like yourself who's a high C, there's certain times where you need urgency or you need to just jump out there and get it started. And once you're in it, you know how to navigate, but you will obsess and overthink about it. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Okay, so um, I, I, w- I wish we had time to get into like... We're gonna, first off, we'll probably be, and I actually I was I was sitting here and I was like, Yo, Dewan, we are gonna do a podcast together. Me, you, uh, we're bringing Kendall, um, and like this needs to be a running conversation so people can understand how to improve because there's so many there's so many different nuances in the disc, right? Some people like are just looking at the disc, and maybe they don't trust it because. One, when you got it, you couldn't understand it yourself. Or two, mm-hmm. the person that was relaying the information, they didn't really understand it and they had some sort of understanding about how it works. But I'm telling you, I've when I speak on stages, nobody cries. You know what I mean? It's, it's not an emotional thing. But when I do these assessments and I'm seeing where the issue is, if, you, if you're telling me, here's what I'm dealing with, I can look at your assessment and find out the problem. Mm-hmm. I can just see it. So like the tears flow. But I did one with a couple one time. And it, it, it seemed like the most powerful therapy session ever, right? But it's not me, it's just me reading the profile, understanding it. So I, I wanna go into like maybe some of the, the um, real quick, let's go into adaptive. Mm-hmm. And then we'll go into those three other areas that enhance the DISC assessment. Right. So we spoke about natural and adaptive behavior. So Mm -hmm. 
your natural is who you prefer to be, yeah. right? Your most comfortable self. And the adaptive is when you are in an uncomfortable situation and you adapt your behavior to yeah. fit an uncomfortable situation. There's actually value in operating in your adaptive as long as you don't do it for too long. So the analogy that I use is we're mammals, right? We're land mammals. So what we need to do in our natural environment is to breathe. We inhale, we exhale. Now, if I took you and threw you in water, which is a foreign environment, and you did what you naturally do in that environment, what's going to happen? you die. You'll die. So you have to adapt. There's value in adapting your behavior in this foreign environment. But if you adapt and you hold your breath for too long in this foreign environment, what happens? You die. Same outcome. Right? So most people are struggling, and we're in a vicious cycle, right? Because we're most likely not in an environment that's tailor-made to who we truly are. Right. We're going into spaces that are not tailor-made for us and fitting in. Mm-hmm. And so then when things aren't going right, we're stressed and you go into the cycle. So yeah. adaptive behavior is important as long as you have a deadline. Long as it comes to an end eventually. Mm-hmm. You cannot stay there in perpetuity. Yeah. Right? So I give an example my my eye, and I'm, I'll let you just speak to it. High eye. Yep. Natural. Yep. Adaptive. Low eye. What does that mean? So what that would tell me automatically is naturally you're very trusting. You're very like people oriented. You like to show love. Hey, what's going on? Until you get stressed or you get upset or you feel um, observed or seen. And then you become you shut down. Essentially, you become less. 100%. You become less trusting. Real bad. Right. You, you turn off emotionally, socially. You go flat. So somebody may go from seeing day, yo, what's going on? And you just, I'm cool. All right. I mean, it's obvious to everybody that you're not okay, but <laughs> you're not about to let anybody connect with you on that level. Mm-hmm. So when I see the relationship between those two things, I know exactly what the issue is. Oh, you turn off when you get upset. You shut down. Yeah. You, you lock people out. Mm-hmm. What's your biggest swing in natural and adaptive? Uh, my S. My S. So I go from a 77S to a 10. Dang. Yeah. And that means? So what that means is when I'm when I'm being myself and how I prefer, I'm chill. I'm cool. Everything is, is smooth. But once I realize there's a problem or I get stressed or somebody like agitates me, I go from start to stupid in 2.2 seconds. Like I'm on, <laughs> I'm going from Bruce Banner to Hulk, like immediately. Mm. And so a lot of times I need that little two, three second buffer to catch myself before I go do something that I'm going to have to go say sorry for later. Mm. Yo, real quick. So do we have, do we have the, which mic is working? The handheld is working. Okay. So, um, what's your, we'll go with Trey. Trey. Here's the thing, bro. Okay. And just, I, I didn't, I haven't looked at your assessment, but I would imagine that, Trey has to be. He's an S. It, what's up? I think he's an S. How do you know? Watch, I've been watching him since. You don't know him though. I don't know. You got? Do you got? You don't got a camera on Trey, right? All right, sit here. Sit here, Trey, real quick. Um, you've ne- have you talked to him before? Have y'all ever had a conversation, Trey? 
I mean, I saw him, but I never had a conversation. All right, so let me. What, what are your, what are your numbers? Because I, I gave it to everybody on my team, uh, you know, to take it. So what are your, what are your, just. Start off with the higher number? No, nah, just, just give me your D, I, S, and C. All right, so the D is 17, the I is 60. The D is 17, the I is 60, and the S is 77, <laughs> C is 99. <laughs> oh. Yo, it takes my brother for. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yo, and I knew it. Yo, it's more impressive that you've never talked to him. He said, yo, he's a C. He's an S for sure. But I, so Trey, he'll have, he'll do a whole, like I'll be like, yo, I need these thumbnails done, bro. He'll do them. Um, But I'm like, yo, Trey, I need it. He said, oh, I did it. I just didn't send it to you. You know what? He's a C. So he doesn't want to be criticized. So it's not done until he's gotten all the feedback and it's complete based on all the feedback so he doesn't get criticism. And I gotta like look at it like multiple times. Because like, you're, you're anticipating what Dave's gonna tell you or potentially what he'll tell you. Yeah. And it's not done. With, I bet you any amount of money he's like, oh, here's a draft. <laughs> here's, here's what I was thinking Right And he's like Well what do you think Alright let me go fix Like Or if you don't respond The way that he Wanted you to respond Or thought you might respond Oh no let me go I'm gonna just go fix a couple things And let me If you don't tell him I need it right now He's gonna work on it Until you force him To give it to you Yo what made you Not ever talking Not having a conversation What makes you say Oh he's ass So one, I can look at his body language and his affect. He has no affect. So he doesn't let people necessarily read him. And he, I watched in an individually and in a group environment, right? He likes to just play in the background. So somebody who's a high S and specific, but he's a high C, but he also has a high S. They don't like attention. They will play the background. They like to support what's going on. They do not want to be in the front. Mm. So he's also somebody that's very diligent. So I paid attention to when he called you, like, hey, this is some stuff going on. That would never happen. If it was me, I'd have just been like, yeah, we're going to figure something out. I'd have told you what happened when we came back. But little things like that, those are observable things. A high D and a high I, would, they use language like, well, why not? We just jumped to go do stuff. And somebody be like, yo, you can't do it. Well, why not? Let's just... A high S and a high C, they ask what if. They use what if language. Well, well, what if this happens? Or what if they say this? So I just pay attention to, I was watching how he moved with people by himself, the phone call. I pay attention to all of that type of stuff. I already knew. He just. That's crazy. <laughs> That's yeah. crazy. Yo, you, he does this stuff all the time, bro. Like we'll, we'll be in a crowd of people like, all right, give me your numbers. And he'll like, yo, he'll tell yeah, you just, all about. We had a thing like, give me the numbers. Like yeah. we, me and David on the, or David, we be, or we just be talking about somebody. Mm-hmm. 
yo, bro, just give me the numbers. Like, he'd be like, yeah, I was talking to so-so. Give me the numbers. And it's just in the conversation. I'd be like, oh, okay. Like, cool, got it. And it, it just goes like that. Let me, now, let, me, let, me see, let me see your assessment. Now, the, no, good thing, the good thing, right, is that he's going to take the time necessary because he's a high S, mm-hmm. he's going to take the time necessary to make sure it's flawless mm-hmm. every time. Would that lend to the S or the C? That's, that's, he has a high S and a high C. Mm -hmm. So he's going to make sure, right? So one of the issues that I, one of the issues that I see is a person will have, I actually see it in your profile. Where's that table at? I'll see it in your profile where you have a really high C, but a low S. What that will automatically tell me is you have really high standards, but you never take enough time to actually meet your own standards because you're moving too fast. Mm. He takes his time. He moves at a slow enough, consistent pace to meet the standard of a high C. And I gotta like take note of everything. Right, and then he's <laughs> and then he's a low D, so he's super methodical. Mm-hmm. He's calculated in how he's how he's right. approaching everything. Give me an example of like how, okay, this is, this is assessment. You can uh, see uh, the natural and adaptive. I mean, I got the numbers. What, so I'm good. Yeah. You got the numbers in your head? <laughs> what is your biggest, well, actually, they can see it on the thing. Okay. You don't mind people seeing this, right? Okay. Good. Well, even if you had a problem, you wouldn't tell me because you're a low D. <laughs> exactly. <So. laughs> All right. So give me one of your biggest challenges. And um, I'd like to hear DeWan kind of talk to My it. Biggest challenge is like being <clears throat> rushed to like do something mm-hmm. it's like it's just like a force and like the person is like persistent on getting it done at that time and like now i have to like think through it and it's taking me like real long to like push through and come up with something especially with designs um because people yeah. just need it like quickly so that's like my biggest challenge and also telling people like no mm-hmm. in the moment because i'm just always like used to saying yes because i don't want to like let people down Right. So there's two things. And I wish we had time to really, we, we, we got to wrap up. I wish we had time to do like this and go into oh, yeah. attributes because this is the game changer. It's not just disc. Right. So disc answers the how questions, values answers why, what, what is motivating you to be the way you are. And then there's attributes, which answers the what questions. What are you naturally gifted at? Everybody wants to know what's my gift? What am I getting? That's what's that's what it's gonna show you, yeah. right? And, and attributes. Yeah. So for you, you perceive everybody as rushing you. Mm-hmm. The reality is, as a person with a high S, you're you don't have a sense of urgency. Right. Right? So you struggle with urgency. So you perceive most people as rushing you or being aggressive or being pushy when they're not you just take more time to do things than the average person does. Yeah. Right? And then you have a fear of being criticized. So your high S is your pace, so you really take your time, and then you're afraid to make a mistake. So you constantly overthink. You're creating scenarios that don't even exist. You're just, you're trying to play off every scenario. If I do this, this person's going to do that. Yeah. Right? And it, you're making most of this stuff up. The low D is you're not going to make a decision. So the the challenge with uh, the low D but the high S, high S's believe things are supposed to go a certain type of way. They're process oriented. They just don't want to make the decision. But if you make the decision and they don't like it, they got a problem with it. 
but they won't communicate it to you because they're non-confrontational. So they don't want a problem. <laughs> <laughs> that sound like you? Yeah. <laughs> so he'll secretly be feeling away and not and say won't and won't say anything. So it's like this resentment will start to fester. And that's the dangerous part because you're keeping receipts on people and they don't know that they've offended you. And then you explode two months later and they're like, well, what just happened? I didn't even know. you like, nah, because last week. <laughs> <laughs> two months ago, bro, I remember right? you said. So, so somebody who is a high S, you have to, they're naturally accommodating. They're going to say yes. Mm -hmm. So you have to make sure that that's really what they want to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, what you want to eat? Uh, I'm cool. I eat whatever. No, no, yeah. no. What don't you want to eat? Yeah, I don't want Chinese. You got to like really take time mm. to build with them because they naturally defer to everybody. Bro, this is crazy. But and that's why. You started doing. Like they started, like they'll ask me to do something. They'd be like, are you sure? <laughs> like, are you sure that you can do this or that you have like the time to do it? Um, and so that like works better because it gives you like that second like confirmation to make sure that you can do it. Yeah. Anytime I'm talking to somebody that I know is an S, I ask them three times. Same thing. Like, are you sure you want to do that? Okay, but if this happens, are you sure you're still comfortable with that? I double down just to make sure because they will tell you yes and not really mean it. Not because mm -hmm. they're being disingenuous, but they are really afraid of conflict. Yeah. They are so relational that they don't want the relationship to be soured because of a disagreement. Yeah, I, because I, I, I recognize that in Trey, I, I, I understand how to have the conversation. One, it's... Like, do you have the capacity, yeah. right? Because we had to learn that, right? Because I, I realized that- uh, He'll just say yes. Yeah, he'll just say yes. And he'll be say overwhelmed. Yes because he's a good person. He'll be drowning and won't say nothing. <laughs> right? <laughs> but even getting uh, Trey to, um, like there's, like you said, like I gotta give him a, a box. Like, so I'm like, yo, okay. Well, anytime you say you're gonna do something, I typically follow up with, okay, what time? By when? 12 okay I'll have it by 12 and he'll say yeah 12 so so 12 o'clock we'll have it right he'll say yes cool we're locked in 12 we're there and now he has something to work towards and it's not about the perfection of it which probably in his head he would leave left to his own devices it's about the perfection I'm like yo this just have something by this time and he's been hitting the deadline just like that with somebody Trey yes with somebody like Trey he needs an SOP mandatory yeah He's process oriented and he does, he's afraid of making a mistake. So if you have everything spelled out for him, he will follow it to it. You'll never have to speak to him about anything. You won't have to speak to him about time, the process, nothing. He's wired to follow a process to the T. I love it. Yo, look, we got, when I saw you coming to Atlanta? I mean, I might be here in two weeks, you know what I'm saying? So, yo, we're going to run another episode. Let's do it. And then, like one, one, we're just gonna start a whole another podcast on human behavior mastery. Um, listen, you guys, just made that up just now. Huh? Hmm? Oh, okay, I see what happened. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, come on, I kicked in, but I, but I, but I, I see, especially like what we're doing, like what we're trying to do. Mm -hmm. Um, I just, I, I saw it this whole episode. Thanks for, thanks for sharing. I saw it. <laughs> yo, Dewan, real quick. Um, let her, let everybody know how to. Dang, this, yo, that was that was almost an hour, bro. Like it didn't even feel like that. There's really so good. much to unpack. That's what I'm saying. It can't even really be. There's so much just more we didn't episode. Even talk about. Oh, bro. There's we got years of content to deliver. So, all right, it's it's yo. First off, let everybody know how to contact and 
Are we gonna give out? Uh, see, the only thing is, I don't. Um, we'll have so, something for them. Listen, okay, so let we like disc, like just disc, just give disc, just give disc, just to get the conversation going. Okay, you feel comfortable? This joint will be running forever. Yeah, it's needed. You got right. Yeah. All right. So we'll we'll give away. So if there, we'll put the link. So listen, text uh, text disc mm-hmm. D I S C to three four seven six five seven six six eight two. Right. Yeah. So text disc to three four seven six five seven six six eight two, and they'll be able to take disc assessment for free. Straight disc assessment. Now, there's two other parts that are vitally important, which we'll cover on the next couple episodes yep. that we do. But um, this could be very, very helpful if for, to at least understand the behavior. Like, if if Dewan could really get into like the other two layers of your assessment, it will paint a picture and tell you more than you can imagine. Yeah, more than you can imagine is crazy. Yeah, I mean, like with relationship with yourself, with other people. I mean, counseling session. If it, it feels yeah. like people are like yo, this feels like therapy. I'm like, it's not. It just we're really getting to how you're wired and why you do what you do and how you relate to the people, places, and things that you come in contact with. Yeah, it's attached to everything. Yeah, it's attached to everything. Facts. There it is. Duan, man. Let everybody know how they can contact you personally, man, and uh, leave us with some words of wisdom. Um. So, Duan Mutunga. I'm African, so I'm going to spell it for you. D E W A N E M U T U N G A. That's D E W A N E M U T U N G A. Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. I'm accessible. Um, holla at me. Um, I would say the, the greatest thing that I've learned in assessing, you know, like going through my assessment all these years and working with everybody is. One, everybody, I'm sorry, one, everybody's always doing their best, and that's really challenging. And in understanding that you're always doing your best, impact doesn't, like, intent doesn't negate impact. So just because you had good intentions on doing something or you didn't mean to do it, it doesn't remove the impact that it had on the people around you. You didn't mean to offend me, but you did. How do we avoid that? How do we change the behavior to make sure that that never happens again or to minimize how it happens? So once we remove the good intentions or we, we don't stop there and we start looking at the overall impact of what we do and what we don't do, like, and we start having conversations about it, relationships change, right? We start to um, treat ourselves better and everything around us ultimately benefits from it, so... Yeah. There it is. Listen, man, we can't close out no better than that, man. Click the link below. There uh, will there will be some goodies for you. Um, there's also a um, there's a program that we all put together mm-hmm. for uh, for uh, like truly understanding. Yo, and with this, you'll be able to take the assessment and assess yourself. Yep. Like you literally without like you'll be able to take the assessment, assess yourself, identify what's going on with you and with your family members and they can take the assessment and you will literally be able to read the numbers the way that uh, Dewan, myself and Kendall reads. Here's the thing. There's the golden rule, mm-hmm. right? Like treat people the way you would like to be treated. Yeah. We follow the mantra of the platinum rule, which is 
treat people the way they want to be treated. Mm-hmm. Don't treat, I can't treat you the way I want to be treated because we different people. Exactly. You may not like that. Yeah. But the platinum, you know what I'm saying? The platinum rule is let me treat you the way you want to be treated. And it may take a little bit of time. It takes a while. But once I treat you the way you want to, anything that I need is going to just come to me, right? Like we're just going to have a better relationship. So, you know, the information there is going to allow you to, you know, self-examine and then improve the way you connect and relate to other people. I love it. Yeah, I think that's a clip. <laughs> that one right there. Yo, listen, man, man, you can't close it out no better than that, man. Make sure you follow my brother, Dewan. You'll be seeing us do a lot of stuff together. Um, and also, go get you some social proof, man. Go build something. Go get some information. Get something valuable you can share. Uh, but come back and share it with your community because that's the only way our community grows. All right? We are out of here. Peace. Peace. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.